This is Barkcast. You ain't nothing but a hound. On each episode of Barkcast, your questions will be answered by professional, senior trainer and owner of Canine Point Academy, Russell D. Russell. Hello, welcome to Barkcast. Hi Russell, how's your week been here at Canine Point Academy? It's been good mate, how are you? I'm very well, thank you for asking. So, we've had an email come in this week. Cool. Not just one, we've had a few, but I've, I've chosen <laughs> one. Um, and it says, this is from a guy called John. Hello, um, John. John is thinking about getting a dog. Um, he has two young children, okay. twins, four-year-old, lucky him, would like to know what kind of breed works well with kids, is it worth getting one, da 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 the usual questions. Yeah, okay. So, uh, over to you. All right, so I guess the first thing we should start with is, do I get to breed or do I go to the shelter and get a rescue dog? And again, we've I know we've covered this a couple of times in previous um, barcasts, and yes, I would very much advocate going to shelters, and getting a rescue dog. I also understand people do want specific breeds of dogs for whatever reasons. I'm not gonna sit here and judge, I'm just allowing obviously for both to to take place. In terms of looking at the breeds, that's what John's asking about. um, You will generally find there are specific ones that would be targeted towards families. The obvious choices being things like Labradors, Golden Retrievers, um, even Bull Terrier is actually very good family dogs. Or some of the larger ones like Great Danes and Bernese Mountain Dogs, all of which are super duper family dogs great with kids. Okay, let me come in here. You've just reeled off a load of dog breeds. Yes. Um, all of which are very different. Yes. The, the difference between a, a Labrador and a Golden I can understand Labrador and Golden Retriever, they, they have traditionally been family dogs. But now you're mentioning, a, was it a Bull Terrier and a Great Dane? Yeah, they're not traditionally family dogs. So what puts them? Oh, sorry, I, I guess the question is, what categorizes a family dog? Um, that in itself is a great question because it's more about the family dynamic, and and that, this actually leads into the bigger point of you know what breed should I get? You shouldn't be focusing on the breed. It's not about, and a lot of people do that. They think, oh, I love the look of beagles. They're so adorable. Those big puppy eyes. They're, they're, they're lovely. We love beagles. Or we like big dogs, so we get a Rottweiler or a Great Dane. And I understand the attraction to these certain breeds for, for whatever reasons. But if you're choosing a dog based on the breed, you're doing it the wrong way around. What you want to do is identify your family unit and your lifestyle and then pick a dog that fits into that bracket. In simple terms, if you're a very active outdoor family, you go to the beach all the time, you go out running, you go to activities, you do lots of outdoor stuff, I would suggest not getting an, an English or a French bulldog because that's not going to be joining you a lot on your outdoor hikes up and down mountains. But would you categorize an, a French bulldog as a family dog? I would. There's, well, it's a really difficult one. Yes, it's a short answer because any dog, any breed can be a really well-rounded family pet, regardless of size, regardless of breed, regardless of whether it's mixed or purebred, whatever. They can all be really good, rounded family dogs. If you start Googling what's the best breed of dog for my family, you will tend to find hits on things like Labradors, Goldens, even Great Danes and Bernies, for a myriad of reasons. People will tend to shy away from things like, you know, pit bulls and French bulldogs and Rottweilers and German shepherds as being, they're not great family dogs. They're terrific family dogs in the right environment. 
I, I, I guess the word family is the issue here because I think John's question specifically was saying two young kids, two yeah, young yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. and I, I guess if, if we looked at uh, the, the, the family dynamics of an older like you said people that want to go to the beach and maybe do water sports they might want a different dog because their Correct. kids are older yeah. than specifically a younger breed so I think that for this purpose, yeah. and I understand what you're saying as the expert, can we concentrate on just the younger kids? Sure, yeah. So, and in terms of dynamic, then it becomes, and again, look, if you wanted to, if their dynamic is, you know, we're at home a lot with, with two young kids, we don't go out very much and we're constantly in the house, maybe don't get a German Shepherd, maybe don't get a Border Collie. They need exercise, they need activity, they need stimulus. And if we're not in a, in a position to dedicate that amount of time to the dog, either to train them or to work them or to engage with them, because we are so focused with the kids and our, our working family lives, then that should shy you away from certain breeds because of their particular traits. So for me, the breed themselves isn't necessarily the issue, unless, of course, as we've mentioned, our lifestyle is completely incompatible with that specific breed. The size of the dog doesn't matter in the slightest a chihuahua versus a great dane there's obvious differences in your house if you're in a small apartment one's going to be better than the other equally with two young kids and again are we dealing with you know two you know two kids that are you know very active and very gregarious and boisterous and what have you having a small chihuahua or a pomeranian as adorable as they can be um, or a jack russell lovely dogs but are they a bit too small and fragile for this gregarious nature in our household dynamic versus if I had a Great Dane or a Bernese or a Rottweiler, um, they've got a bit more power behind them and can take a little bit of impact. Not that I'm suggesting the kids are going to start slamming them with chairs, but, but you understand the, the concept here. I, I understand what you're, what you're saying, and I'm going to try to squeeze you for some more information. Go for it. Y you mentioned about it, it's not so much the breed, although there are, and we've talked about this in other podcasts, where there's those top five tick things of this one's easy to train, this one's good yeah, for families. Yeah, this one needs this much brushing and what have you. Yeah, yeah and we've seen all those. And we, we, you have mentioned there are specific breeds that people will respond to when you say family dog, yeah, Labrador, Golden Retriever. But you're saying you should really look at the dog rather than the breed. So if I've got a list of maybe five breeds I like because I like that look of dog yep. and that's what I want, does that mean then I have to go and find those five different breeders, five different dogs and go and check each different dog before I then get a dog for my house? Do you see what I'm, I'm just yeah, I do. playing um, devil's yeah, advocate? The, the, if you've got in your... And I appreciate people do. Um, I mean, you ask anyone, they've all got a particular... Well, not everyone, but they might have a particular breed of dog that they like. Uh, for me, it's it's German Shepherds. Um, for other people, it's a Great Dane. It's a, a lab, whatever. Um, and if you've got that in your mind that you know we had our hearts set on a beagle, or, or if not a beagle, maybe we would get a whatever. Do your research. Number one, what does it mean to have a beagle? How much work do I have to put into that? How much training do they need? How much engagement do they need? How much you know? How often do I have to walk them? Etc. Etc. What um. What are their general energy levels like? How much care do they need? Are they long-haired dogs that need lots of brushing and grooming? Are they big dogs? You know, big dogs are liable to have you know larger problems that have to be dealt with when we go to the vet. So there's lots of these little things to think about. The primary one for me is all about the energy and the engagement and the work that goes into that particular dog. If you're getting a working line dog, shepherds, beagles, terriers, dogs that like to work and engage and do stuff, you don't want to have one of those in your house if you do not have the time for it. I'm too busy with work. I'm too busy with my life day to day. And I've got the kids. 
the dog is going to come way at the end of all of that, you might want to consider something that's a little lower on the energy scale, maybe doesn't need quite the level of attention to detail that other breeds do. And that's the sort of thing I would want to research first. So you might not have thought about getting a Great Dane for obvious reasons, but when you actually kind of go through the list of, of qualities that that dog provides you in your family dynamic, it might end up being the best choice. Are you trying to sell a Great Dane? You seem to yeah. mention them quite a lot <laughs> yeah. today. And if you want any Great Danes, <laughs> I, here's one I prepared earlier. Um, Can I just jump in otherwise? Yep. In terms of, we, obviously we're speaking about specific breeds. There is nothing to suggest that a shelter dog, rescue dog, mixed breed, whatever could not provide the same function in all of that capacity. So it's also worth, if you are going to go down the route of trying to work out the different traits from certain breeds, go and have a look at some of the rescue dogs. Well, this was going to be my next point. Is is So we, we kind of, yeah, if you like a breed, that's fine, that's great, but maybe look outside your yeah. love of that breed, so to speak. What would be the, the best thing that John could do to go and research and actually you go and see the dogs but should he take the kids with him is it him goes is it the family goes with what's the best way that john can go and kind of research first thing tinternet get online and just research again if you have specific breeds in mind that you were thinking of that would be my first place to start to say right what does it mean if we've got one of these particular breeds in our house because you might find through all of that research or oh, having that breed of dog generally not considered good with kids, needs a lot of exercise, needs a lot of engagement. Are we able to do that? Well, no, we're not really. So maybe we shouldn't go down that road. Or it might be the complete opposite. They're terrific with kids. They're very easygoing. They don't need a lot of walking. So it, it, you'll, you'll get your tick boxes either way. In then terms of going to see the dogs, if you're going to a breeder, that's usually a bit more tricky. Uh, particularly here, they, a lot of the breeders here don't want you to go and see the dogs, which would be my first thing to avoid. If you want to go and see a shelter dog, uh, that's easier to do. You can go to any of the shelters pretty much any time, I guess, obviously, um, depending on hours and what have you. And yeah, take the kids, because you want to see how the dogs react to you and the kids. And in terms of you know what sort of things can we look at, if you go into a shelter and the dogs are just sort of jumping off your face and bouncing around and going crazy... Does that indicate that they're quite a high energy, bouncy, need a lot of activity type of dog versus this one that's keeping away, hiding in the corner, trying to avoid everyone? If in the immediacy, those are the two dogs that I would generally avoid because one's at one end of the scale going completely off the wall. The other's really, really shy and timid. I understand particularly with the latter why people would want to take those dogs but particularly for in John's case with a family and two young kids, I want to go with something that's a bit more middle ground, maybe offering, yeah, quite happy to come up and have a sniff and engage and, and be petted with not too much drama, but not necessarily growling and running away or jumping off of my face. The last point I would say to this is, and I do understand this from a parent's perspective, and maybe you had this with your own kids, Daddy, mummy, daddy, we really want a dog. Please can we get a dog? We love dogs. We want to get a dog. Get us a dog. And it's, I hear from parents all the time, this just becomes an endless thing. And at some point we cave. To any parent listening, I do not get a dog because your kids, your kids want one. Get the dog because at the end of the day, you are the ones, and I don't care how old your kids are, I don't care how much they're the, the best kids in the world. Oh, my kids are awesome. Don't worry about them. They love dogs. 
at the end of the day, the likelihood is you as the owner, that's the parent, are going to be the ones handling, training, cleaning up, and feeding and looking after the dog primarily. So if you don't have the time and dynamic to do that, think really long and hard before going down that particular road. Russell, that's great advice. Sorry, just it sounds like I'm on a bit of a downer, but... <laughs> right, so yeah. don't get a dog, but if you are going to get a dog, get a yeah, great th- Dane, th- apparently, yeah, get today. Get a great Dane, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, in all, in all fairness, that, that, that's, that's really good advice. Cool, thank for you. For parents. Thanks, Russ. No, no worries at all. Thank Cheers. you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for professional training or somewhere to board your dog, either short or long term, then check out Canine Point Academy. That's caninepointacademy.com or go to Facebook and search Canine Point Academy.